Welcome to One Word with me, Thomas Leamy, a podcast where I'm joined by experts to discuss one word, topic, or concept from an entirely fresh perspective. As an organizational wellness consultant and psychology coach, I help demystify the psychology behind high performance, peace of mind, and well-being. Thank you for joining me. Now let's explore with today's featured guest. Linda Ford is a master coach, author, and incurable optimist who imagines a world in which people wake up every day knowing who they really are, their value, and their worth so that they can live out the vision they have for their life. Coming to the three principles seven years ago, Linda experienced a radical transformation with her lifelong struggle with insecurity, imposter syndrome, and hiding out and playing small in all areas of her life. And all of it has led her to her life's work today. At the heart of Linda's work is helping people awaken and accelerate their magnetism for life love and business by changing their relationship with insecurity, the fear of being seen and heard, and of putting themselves out there. She is the co-author of the Kindle best-selling book, Women and Confidence, The Truth About the Lies We Tell Ourselves. And she's the co-creator of two popular online programs, If I'm So Smart, Then Why Don't I Feel More Confident? and the confident coach, how to have more impact and change the world. Linda was born in Belfast, Northern Ireland. She's lived in England, Australia, and now lives in Rockport, Massachusetts, steps from the Atlantic Ocean with her husband, Tim, and two furry friends, Scout and Susie. Linda Ford, you are very welcome to the One Word Podcast. Oh, thank you for inviting me, Thomas. I'm delighted to be here. Absolutely. And today our word, it's very exciting. I know you know a thing or two about it. And the word is confidence. So my open the door question, shall we say, Linda, is why is confidence important to you? Oh, boy. Uh, How long have you got here? Um, it's important for me. It always has been important for me. Um, it's important for everyone because um, in my life, I've had certain professions that require me to be in front of people. And, you know, I used to be an English professor. So I used to have to walk into a classroom and face a sea of faces, you know, and perform basically. And, um, and then I worked in international development and I had, I was in some very high level meetings there, the World Bank, United Nations, and I had to, I had to be there and, um, you know, uh, participate in brainstorm meetings. And I suffered incredibly over the years throughout my life, even though I had those high level jobs Uh, because I didn't have confidence. I didn't feel comfortable in my own skin. And um, I never felt like I had a voice. So I was perpetually always feeling, you know, this imposter syndrome that someone was going to find me out 
find out the truth about who Linda is and, you know, what are you doing here? You don't belong here. So even today in my own work as a coach, I need confidence to be able to put my work out into the world. You know, it's, it's one thing to be a great coach, uh, which I consider I'm a great coach. And I've met so many amazing coaches, but when it comes to putting themselves out there, um, that's a whole other realm that many coaches are not prepared for. So, because, you know, we're great coaches, but we want people to know that we exist, right? Otherwise, what's the point? <laughs> yeah, and that's very interesting, Linda. So all the while you were working in these high-powered positions and jobs, but on the inside, you were feeling like an imposter, or you were feeling like a fraud. So what, to, to uh, use an American expression, what moved the needle? What changed it? What kind of pulled back the veil and helped you become a confident person? Well, you know, it, uh, it didn't happen, actually, until about seven years ago. So I'm in my 60s now, Thomas. And so I'd say for over 50 years, I have struggled with this. And it's only when I came to become a coach and I had to set up my own business and put myself out there. I, I, and because I was a coach, I started thinking, you know, I became obviously introspective and, and I thought, what's going on here, Linda? You know, why, why do you, why are you hiding out? Why are you playing small? And so I never found a solution until I came to the principles actually about seven years ago, which is pretty amazing. Um, and so here's what happened to me. Maybe I'll just take this opportunity to share what happened. Please. Um, so I, I, I had been a I've been a coach for about 15 years and I just reached that point where I, I was wondering what is going on with me? Why do I feel so insecure? And I decided to close down my business for, I, went, I closed it down for about a year and a half. And at that time, I somehow or other came in touch with the principals and I went to a workshop with um, it was conducted by uh, Dr. Ken Manning and uh, Robin Charbot, who you know well. And, and I was talking to them about how I've always felt this way and how I've always felt like I've never, and this is the phrase that I always use throughout my life. Some people have it and some people don't have it. And I was convinced that I didn't have it. Do you know what I mean by that? It's like some people are just, I used to think some people are just born with this ability to be confident, um, you know, to be magnetic. And then there are others who just, they just don't have it. And if I look back on my life I, and, and put the pieces together, there's a beauty of hindsight. I can, I know where that came from. You know, because I was born into a, a very poor working class family in England and Ireland. And um, I, I remember distinctly having this feeling that there was something that my family had missed out on because they did not know how to do life very well. We were always struggling to get by. There was no joy in our house. Um, there was no sense of well-being. And I came out of that that whole environment feeling as if there was something 
missing in me. There was something wrong. And I, I actually felt a lot of shame and embarrassment about my family. Um, I, I love them to death. I mean, my, my father's dead now, but my mother's still alive. But, you know, I just, I just always felt like, what did we miss out on? Why can't we get our act together like my friends' families? And, and so when you grow up in that kind of environment, you begin to doubt yourself and think like you're missing, you've missed out on a, an essential being, an essential quality, you know, when you were born. And so that, that was kind of like the, the early stages of my insecurity. And that, that feeling would follow me throughout my entire life, through my relationships and especially through my work. And so when I got to that meeting with uh, Robin Charbett and Ken Manning, I was relating this about, you know, I've never had this. I just feel like I've always missed out on something. And he, I can't remember who it was. One of them turned to me and said, but Linda, you've always had it. It's always been there. And, you know, no matter how many times I, I tell this story, Thomas, I'm always choked up because what happened to me when I heard that, I heard it on a very deep level. And it, it just, it just, you know, it, you know, when you hear the truth, it just kind of really, it really lands, you know? And it's just something went off for me. That was it. And he just said, you've always had it. It's just, you know, you've forgotten who you are. And so, yeah, I just, um, and I want you to, your, your guests listening to this, that when we've all had, maybe some of us had that experience of hearing something in the principles and it's touched a nerve, you know? And for me, when that when I have that experience, I know I'm hearing the truth. You know, there's a beautiful quote by the Buddha, and he says that you can always tell the ocean by the fact that it's taste of salt. And you can always tell the truth or enlightenment because it feels of freedom. It's a beautiful quote, isn't it? And that's what I felt that day. I, that's what I felt. I felt like a ton of bricks had come off me and, and the freedom just to know that I had it. I'd never been left out. And so beautiful experience of feeling and hearing the truth. But did I get up the next day and feel confident and want to get off and do a TED talk? No. <laughs> you know, it didn't. It doesn't happen like that. But here's what happened. I decided that I, because I'd heard something very special, that I was going to, I was going to hold on to it and I was going to live by that. And so it was almost like, you know, the universe was showing me something, was allowing me to feel and, and really hear something on a deep level. And I had to honor that. And so I decided that if it really is the truth that I have everything I need, then I'm going to just go out there and take the action that I need. I'm not going to let myself hold myself back or play small. I'm just going to go out and I'm going to, I'm just going to really see what happens. And, and so that's what I did. And it wasn't easy. 
<laughs> it was, uh, you know, even just doing a simple video for my work or, or even doing an interview like this, um, you know, it, it didn't come easy, but it really got better. And if I could say, you know, if one thing to say to your listeners here, then this is, I think, the piece that gets overlooked in the 3P community, at least from my experience, this is what I've experienced with other people, is that they hear something beautiful, like, oh, we have everything we need. We are all hardwired for success. You know, we have uh, innate confidence and creativity. We hear all this stuff. And it sounds beautiful, but we don't, we don't, you know, we don't do anything with it. Some of us do, but a lot of us are not doing, uh, we're, we're not, we're not embodying it. That's the word I'm trying to find. We're not embodying it. And for me to be able to realize something, uh, to be able to take it from that intellectual, nice feeling, nice knowing, I had to embody it. And to embody it, it meant that I had to take the risk and go out and really put it to the test. So that's what happened to me. And it's, it's all I can say is that that was seven years ago. And today, uh, well, you know me, uh, Thomas, I'm doing videos all over the place. <laughs> I'm putting myself out there. Um, I still feel insecure. I still get butterflies in my, in my tummy when I do a, a talk or something, but my whole relationship with it, with that insecurity and self-doubt has radically shifted. It's just been amazing. Yeah, that's beautiful. I, I'm imagining how different the last seven years were than the seven years before that for you when you're coming from a completely different space. So, I mean, it sounds like your world changed with that insight, that realization. I know you work with a lot of women now and help them to, to wake up to the fact that they are also confident. How do you do that? Well, you know, in my coaching with them, we get to talk about what it is they're actually afraid of. It takes a lot of self-awareness to be able to, like for me, I had to really just kind of sit with my fear you know, and which is what I ask my clients to do also. It's like, okay, let's just sit with that fear that you have about putting yourself out there and just really feel it in your body. And guess what? You know, there's nothing really terrible happening. I mean, you can, you can feel that, but it eventually, you know, it, it kind of, the, the sensation goes, uh, but it's practice. It's, um, I have a phrase that I use a lot within my coaching, which is called, it's where soul meets strategy. So you can do a lot of inner work and looking at the fears and the doubts that you have, but you've also got to have a kind of strategy of what you're doing. And I think when you put those two together, you've got a really magical combination because if you're doing all inner work and you don't have any strategy, then you know it doesn't really go very far. And if it's all strategy, and you're not doing any inner work, um, it just fizzles away. It's not sustainable. And so the work that I do is to help coaches get real clarity about who they are as a coach, because this work we do is very deep. It's not, it's not like I'm selling soap, you know? It's like we are, we are having conversations with people about their life. 
And so um, I really help coaches try and find that special area um, where that where their genius can come out to help people. You know, my my genius is insecurity, self-doubt, uh, women hiding out, playing small, because I did it for so many years. And so I know how to speak from that place. But I also had to learn some skills on how to really create a clear message about that so that that could also contribute to my confidence, you know, when I did get out there. So, you know, you have to, you have to do a little bit of prep work um, alongside doing the inner work of noticing what it is you're actually thinking about yourself, you know? What are those, I mean, this, this brain of ours, uh, I mean, my, my brain was conditioned and um, had a, a, this habit for 50 years of thinking of myself as insecure. So it wasn't going to suddenly just flip and change. I had to gradually be uh, aware of it speaking back to me and telling me, oh, no, don't go there. It's too dangerous to put yourself out there. I had to really just develop a real keen self-awareness that that was going on so that I could just watch it, you know. And so that's that's some of the things that we do in a coaching session. Yeah, very interesting, Linda. What I'm thinking now is confidence, in some ways, it can be polarizing. I mean, we come from the same part of the world, but in the UK and Ireland, I think, and generally speaking, sometimes those that are very confident and put themselves out there get a lot of kind of negative (laughs) attention in a way. Yeah. But on the other side of the coin, Confidence is magnetic, to use a word that you use often. What's going on there? (laughs) Maybe you hear a question. (laughs) I'm really glad you brought that up because it's true, you know. Uh, Where we, part of the world that we come from, uh, we'd be accused if we're confident or, you know, we'd be accused. I was sometimes accused of being full of myself if I did have, you know, a spurt of confidence. And and so that was the wonderful thing about coming to the States when I came to America to live. It's like, wow, everybody's everybody's freely there to express themselves and nobody's going to put you down, generally speaking, you know. So, um, but, you know, confidence, um, it's not just about being charismatic and showy and all this kind of showy stuff. You can have a very introverted person who, you know, so to speak, who is... Um, incredibly confident and magnetic and I think the qualities that um, are going on there why we're so attracted to that is because there's a presence there there's a there's something really appealing about someone who really knows who they are um, and uh, and and can actually be fully present with you I mean have you ever been to a cocktail party where somebody asks you, you're in a conversation, someone asks you, well, what do you do? And you begin to talk to them and you know they're not listening to you. You know, they're just like looking across the room. And have you, conversely, have you ever been to a uh, um, an event and someone asks you, they really want to know, what do you do, Thomas? You know, and you can feel their presence. And it's very disarming but it, it just pulls you in, right? 
It really does. And um, that these are the qualities of confidence. It's not just about showy, flashy. It's about being who you really are, knowing your value, um, and just this sense of being comfortable in your own skin, no matter what's going on, whether you're speaking eloquently or whether you're you know, putting your foot in your mouth, which I sometimes do, um, just that knowing that you're okay. And it's a very appealing quality in people. And I think that's what, that's what draws people to those kinds of people. What I'm thinking now, Linda, based on what we've discussed is, is confidence more of an unlearning or a learning? I mean, is it trainable? Or is it just a matter of peeling away the layers to reveal the golden core? That's a great question. It really is. And I've done a lot of, uh, I've, I've thought a lot about that. And all I can speak, all I can ask my own experience, right? And so, yes, it's there. It, it's, it's, it is the peeling off of the layers. But here's how I see it. And it gets back to what I just mentioned earlier about the universe gave me this insight, right? That I had everything that I had, that I had, that I have everything within me, including confidence. But it was almost like I, I saw it as, okay, the universe is showing me. And I realized that I've got I've to reciprocate. Today in my coaching work, I call it, we're in a divine partnership, right? And I'm always looking for opportunities to reciprocate in that partnership. And so for me, taking action, practicing confidence, right? Like just really kind of getting out there and, and really, really trying to bring my confidence out, right? Really seeing it come out, allowing it, that's the word I'm looking for, allowing it to surface, that only came to me when I, when I was reciprocating with this divine partner, when I took the opportunity to really put myself out there and honor this relationship that's going on. Because I really think life is giving us opportunities to do things, to, um, to get over things, to express, but we have to reciprocate. And so to your question, Thomas, Yes, it's there. It's like this resource that's there. But we have to, we have to do our bit to unravel it, you know, to let those layers. And I personally found that the more that I trusted in this divine partnership, and I honored it and respected it, and I got out there, um, boy, did those layers come off really fast, really fast. That's, that's been my experience. Linda, I'm thinking you've been a coach for a long time and you've helped a lot of people. Is there a particular kind of, for want of a better expression, case study or client that comes to mind? If I asked you, can you share a bit about how you help them navigate into the confidence that we're pointing yeah, um, well, I've worked with I've worked with a lot of coaches. I've just seen them go from, you know, like maybe doing just one-on-one -on -one coaching 
to really branching out to be able to, you know, like do a, a Facebook post, you know, a live Facebook or like I have a private Facebook group right now. And um, so I'm seeing a lot of them just kind of break away from that one-on-one -on -one, because that's very safe. You know, we coaches love that. And there's nothing wrong with that. But to kind of like just really step outside those boundaries and maybe do a Facebook post or, you know, uh, some uh, podcast interview uh, to, to actually start a podcast. Um, and it's been beautiful to see that and uh, to hold their hand and just, uh, you know, because I, I go through uh, insecure moments too, whenever I'm, I'm, uh, what do they say, scaling my business? <laughs> I hate that term, but scale, trying to scale my business. And each each uh, part of that scaling is, it, I, I get to face a new insecurity, a new layer that I, haven't, I hadn't thought I dealt with, you know? Yeah, so I see it all the time. Uh, and I also see a lot, what's also very beautiful in a way, in a strange way, is seeing people still hold themselves back just to see that in action, you know, to see that play out. Um, and, and the fact that they can just, they can observe it, they can see it, what's going on, but they're not, they haven't quite stepped over that, that line. And it's a beautiful thing when they do step over that line. Lovely, Linda. We'll leave it there, but I want to ask you, first of all, where can my lovely listeners find you? And also, what do you have exciting going on at the moment in terms of maybe any offers or containers or anything that you are hosting? Yeah. Can I just offer one more thing for your readers, though? I just Absolutely. want to say one more thing. Not readers, um, listeners. Listeners, of course, <laughs> listeners. Yeah. Um, all of those years when I was going through my insecurity, I just wanted to say that there were times, there were the odd moments when my confidence would come out. I know I'm, I'm, I'll be in a, giving a lecture at the university and I think, where did that, I'd say something like, where did that come from, you know? Or I would just fall into uh, this, this kind of, uh, the mind would settle down, you know, and I would just experience it, even if it was just for a moment. And I had quite a few of those moments. And what I just like to say to your listeners is that, you know, no matter how you've defined yourself, if you look closely, and as I look back, I can see, oh, they were there. And that's evidence that your confidence is there. And it was, it was like, it, it was just trying to come out. So, it's so beautiful when you think about it. If you look back, you can see it was always trying to be seen. It was always trying to come out and let you see who you really are. But then it would close down again, you know, you just... <laughs> <laughs> and and I would just think it was some kind of you know fluke that I got out the bed the right side that day. But um, now looking back, I can see what a beautiful thing it was. It was always always trying to break out to let me see who I really was. So that's all I'm saying to for your listeners is notice those moments when you're not in your head bubble, as I say. You're you're not overthinking and appreciate them. And, and just see them for what they are. Wow, there it is. There's my creativity. There's my confidence, you know? So I just wanted to say that. Um, and 
yeah, you can find me at my website, lindafordcoaching.com. And uh, I have a podcast called The Magnetic Life Coach, which you can see on uh, all the, actually, I have a video version of it on YouTube. And uh, yeah, um, that's where you can find me. And I have a new program coming up, The Magnetic Woman. So you can find out all those details on my website. And uh, I have a lovely free gift on there for you too, so you can sign up for great linda and i will link that in the show notes so thank you so much for your time thank you thomas it's been such a pleasure thank you so much for joining me on the one word podcast and i hope you enjoyed today's episode as an organizational wellness consultant i work with individuals and teams to help them achieve more with less on their mind you can get in touch now at hbse.eu Also, did you know that a mind in a stressful state is like a flat tire, unable to perform at its best? If you'd like to transform your relationship with America's number one productivity killer, stress, you're very welcome to register your interest in my new video-based online course, A Fond Farewell to Stress. Visit hpse.eu forward slash stress. That's all folks. See you next time.